Another episode of Envy Fire right here with your girl, Nakia. How you guys doing? Like, look, I know. Look, if you've been talking to me for the past couple of days, you already know how I'm doing. You, you know right now, if you talk to me in the past, like, 30 minutes, you already know how I'm doing. I'm, I'm pumped up off of some, some medication right now. Um, so I'm feeling really, really good. Uh, maybe in the next 15 minutes, my speech might get a little slurred. We're going we gonna to pray our way through. I already sent my prayers up to hopefully that, you know, what I say tonight, the Lord will most definitely speak through me because I don't want to say anything <laughs> that might. I listen to this interview later and think, oh, my gosh, what was I talking about? Because I had no idea that I was going to have this appointment today and that I was going to be, you know, like this. All right. So we're going to get through this the best that we can. All right. But but for real though, how you guys feeling? You know, you had no idea on Tuesday that we would. Well, most of you should have known that you weren't going to get your results on Tuesday. You should have known that. I right? you should have known. But for the rest of you who may not have known, how you feeling? Like you you want pins and needles for real? You really anxious? Well, we don't talk about politics around here, but come on, it's 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 the 2020 presidential election. Like that's huge. That's huge. Like, all right, so let's, let's scale it down just a little bit. What about um, locally, like um, your governors and your lieutenant governors and your senators? How did your state do? Did you, you know, did you elect into office, you know, who, who you voted for? Yeah, head nod. Over in my corner over here, head nod. Yeah, some thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like whoever, well, I don't know, our senator, we didn't want him back in. But, um, yeah, our governor, yeah, he's, he was reelected. And our lieutenant governor, the one that we voted for, he got in. He made history as well. Um, and on the local scene, you know, like the the, the Board of Education, I didn't win. Um, I've been running for this, this one position. Maybe, like, you know, in the next election, like, I need to really get out there and put in work, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I need to, like, put my name on the ballot, too. Like, I forget. I forget about the position until it is time for election, and then I'm just like, oh, I've been telling everybody, like, y'all, write my name in, like, for real. Like, I want to be, like, this water and conservation person. I don't even know what the job entitles, but I'm, for real, because I've been doing it since, like, 2004. So I'm already, I'm already, I'm going to just, I'm going to do this, like, 
next year, maybe I'm going to put this on my vision board to actually find out what this position entails and then see if there's something I really want to do because I've, for real, I've been putting my name on and been telling people, I'll probably get like 100 votes, you know, every election because I'll be telling people and they be like, they be sending me pictures like, look, I'll put your name up here, you know, so one year I might win. But, you know, I'm, I'm really going to research this and see if there's something that, you know, because there may be a reason that I keep chasing this every election. I don't know. We'll see, guys. We'll see. But I'm definitely going to put it on my vision board just to at least, you know, at least research it and see what it's all about, you know. But, yeah, y'all go somewhere and sit down and wait this thing out. We got to be patient, you know. We've been in a pandemic for freaking nine months. we got to be patient and wait this thing out. All things work together for the good of those who y'all, y'all finish it, all right, finish it. And at the end of that, patience. I I want to offer our sincere condolences to family, friends, church family of Bishop Minister Gospel Great Rance Allen, who passed away Saturday morning at the age of 71 in Sylvania, October, <laughs> October, Sylvania, Ohio. Um, while recovering from a medical procedure, um, he did pass away early, early um, Saturday morning and a statement that was provided um, by both his um, um, wife as well as his uh, manager. Um, he was a world-renowned gospel singer and minister. Most of us know him from that 1969, um, or, I'm sorry, from the gospel hit, something about the name Jesus um, that he formed with the Rance Allen group, um, which comprised of himself and his brothers, Tom and Steve, um, back in 1969. I, I didn't say the song came out in 1969, but the group um, was founded in 1969. And so, again, we do offer our sincere condolences to um, his family. Um, at the time, the family has um, made a statement that because of the coronavirus pandemic, they will hold a private memorial service um, to honor his life and his legacy, a jurisdictional memorial service will be scheduled after restrictions on public gatherings are lifted to honor his life. So again, our sincere condolences go out to his family, his friends, and his church family. Something I thought was really special, um, and I probably have seen it maybe one or two times before, is that when you're in that denomination, um, the Church of God in Christ, you received the declaration of that individual's, um, I guess, their the 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 life. Um, you know, it's called something, but it's like a, a declaration um, from the church. And so our church received the declaration. I thought that was really really cool. Um, but we received it on Sunday morning because uh, I am of that denomination. And so again, we we extend our sincere condolences on behalf of NBCM. I am super excited to have my guest here this evening. Let me let me back up really quickly, um, and I'm I'm excited to have her here because we're coming down to the the end of our um, I guess our 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 date maybe our year our qualifying year for the third annual Indie Fire Radio Awards Show. And we were looking at our, our nominations last weekend, and I was like, wow, as always, the categories for the women, they always, you know, are always few in number. And so when 
we booked this young lady on the show, I was super excited because now we have an additional female to go in the category for the females. But then when I saw, like, um, when I saw the Billboard Awards and I saw how they had their categories, and they only had, like, three or four people in the categories this year, which was shocking, you know, and I thought, well, I don't feel so bad because my categories got, like, three or four people in it. So, you know, we must be on the same, you know, we're on the same page. We're doing something right. That's how I thought, you know. But, again, the, uh, the qualifying um, dates are closing, closing, closing. We got, like, two more weeks um, that close out, that will close out the qualifying um, dates. Yeah, for the uh, third annual Indy Fire Radio Award Show, nominations will go out at the end of this month. And, again, this year will be the first year that our listening audience will be able to um, assist with the voting process. So I'm super excited because, again, that's something something brand new, um, something that uh, was on our vision board for um, the show this year. And so um, we've been marking off things right and left, you know, for the vision board for the show. So, I'm glad that we were able to bring that into fruition. But, again, crazy excited to have our guest here this evening. I'm talking about Brown Skin Quinn. She's a rapper, a songwriter, an engineer, a producer, a videographer, and an entrepreneur. All independently, Quinn has sold over 20,000 of her mixtapes. Quinn has already received national radio play from many different DJs on stage 45. And she won numerous awards at the Underground Music Awards, including Best Female Rapper. Y'all, I feel like I'm in the I'm in the presence of celebrity over here tonight. I right? Quinn even completed uh, I'm sorry, competed at Apollo M tonight and won two times. Growing up with a mother addicted to crack cocaine and a grandmother who was an alcoholic, Quinn has already superseded her expectations. Determined, ambitious. Creative and striving for for I'm sorry for perfection has and will continue to bring success to Brown Skin Quinn and Say Mob Records LLC. Let me slow down, y'all. So the medicine kicking in. Let me slow down. All right, Brown Skin Quinn is also the creator of the Beautiful Face T-shirt line for people who like positive and uplifting quotes. This T-shirt line is for people who like to express how they feel without saying a word. They identify with the average everyday person who wants to take a stand for something positive and spread love, not hate. They create their own personal designs as well as customized t-shirts for their customers. You can stay connected with, uh, you know what, I'm going to let her give all of her contact information at the end of the show. Any fire listening audience, let me give you a little bit of this brown skin quinn, and then come right back and jump into this interview. Back in the day, I used to give a fuck. I don't even really care now. My whole attitude changed up. I don't even want to share now. Got money, got weed, got a whip set. I ain't got to ask nobody shit. You ain't got to know my name. I don't want the fame. I ain't on nobody dick. I put crab on this plate, pussy on his face. No shit, he want to wipe me. I'm a goddess, I'm a queen. Everybody here like me. Want to fuck all night, all day. Drunk sex in the park in the hallway. Bust hard like you're shooting with an AK. Keep looking at my 
hard, got your blood flowing. I can see a girl pissed off. Smoke in my face, gun on my waist, never caught a case. Oh, now you fucking with the big dog. Little bit of this, little bit of that, put it all together, make a rap hitting hard like the facts. Little bit of gas, little bit of green, mix it all together, make a team. I'm a marijuana fiend. Bronx bitch in the ATL, I love trap beats, I spit hard as hell. I like big butts and I bust guns. In a strip club, I don't throw one. Been a whole wide pimp, nigga. Your girl cooking tacos with shrimp, nigga. Me and my man about to eat dinner. I'm a proud sinner. Born winner. Eight grams, that's a 40-40. Angel face, but I'm a naughty shorty. Cool head, but I pop off. I trade a swag for that good sauce. I know how to add and flip money. My grandma ain't raised no damn dummy. I invest, get interest. I profit, then do it again. Let's go. Back in the day, I used to give a fuck.
as our listening audience is. But I wasn't expecting that. I think I heard drip. Um, I heard the freestyle of drip, and that's that's it. I didn't listen to anything else. I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> Thanks. Well, is that a good thing? Let me ask that. Hell yeah, that's the good thing. That just blew me out the water. I'm sitting here like a, because, you know, we have a category. We have it. I've been giving too many hints away. I do. We have a category, Best Female Hip Hop Artist um, and uh, for our Indie Fire Radio Awards show. And I'm sitting here listening, like, I'm thinking, like, well, who's already in the category? Because, all right, well, so she's in the category. Who else is in the category? Because, yeah, oh, that's tight. Yeah. Mm. All right. Never mind. Okay. So yeah. So that already. Yeah. That that has to go in. Cap- Sorry. So, I, yeah. Well, I'm glad you like it. Love it. Love it. So let's talk about that really quick before we jump into anything else. Let's talk about it. If you're just tuning in, okay. you're live right here on Inspire with Brown Skin Quinn and your girl Nakia. You just heard uh, back in the day. What was the creative process like for creating that song? Um, I had to tap into my feelings before I had kids. That's the truth. Like uh, I, I was think so. trying yeah. to <laughs> huh? Yeah. I think that's where it took me to back in the day Do you have kids? before I Yeah, I got four. Okay, so you understand that being a mom changes you, and it really makes you grow up, you know. And right. when I was writing, I wanted to tap into that rawness that I had, that I don't give a fuckness that I had. And I had to go back in the days to get that that vibe. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many kids do you so have? So that's where that came from. I have two kids, two boys. How old are they? Eight and four. Oh, so you got little kids. See, it would take yeah. me the journey, the journey for me to go back to that. I mean, you know, now that my kids are, my kids are 26, 22, 19, and 15. So my journey to go back to that, I mean, now that they're of age, you know, I now can, um, they start to see, now. like, my daughter, <laughs> my, yeah, my daughter's a 19-year-old, and she's always telling me, like, Ma, like, what's going on? Like, are you, you're starting to, like, um, you're, you're mean, you're meaner. I mean, you've always been mean, but, like, now you're, like, I'm starting to see, like, a different side of you now. Like, yeah, like, I raised you guys now. You know what I'm saying? I taught you the right, you know, the path that you need to take. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I've always... You saw that movie, Baby perfect. Boy? You, you should have hit her with that line. Mama need a life, too. <laughs> yeah, it's time now. You know what I'm saying? It's time. And so I felt every line of that song, like, I felt that. I felt myself going back, and I didn't know what it was about the song, but now that you say that, you had to go back, revert back to how it was before you became a mom. And I think that's what it was. That's how I felt, you know, life before motherhood. <laughs> I think that's why I feel yeah. to that song so much. Yeah. So let's take it back to the beginning. Let's go back to life before. Um, and I don't know if that's how it was for you. If that, I, don't, I don't know if that's where you got your beginning um, or your start from. But, you no, know, the thing is, has, 
I'm Go sorry ahead. to cut you off. Go ahead. The thing is, um, I like to make all different types of music. And as a mom and cleaning up my act a little more because my kids are watching my music, my videos, I have a project named Stormy. That project is soon to drop, but I had dropped it out in the streets just to see how people would like it, and people love it. But I'll be honest, um, I don't want to let go of that edge I had. I don't want to be something I'm not. So that's why I created that project, Good and Ratchet, which has the song back in the day on it. Okay, and on. just trying to create a balance, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a good person, but I ain't no square. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a mom, but I'm still from the streets. Just keeping that about me. I'm yes. not trying to be Lauren Hill. You know, I love Lauren Hill. You feel what I'm saying? Mhm, mhm, mhm. So that's good to be that able kind to of have the, the versatility. It's it's good to be able to have the versatility to give, um, you know, your listening audience two sides. You know what I'm saying? Two sides yeah. of you, but still not lose um, the true and unique uh, brown skin Quinn. You know? Um, yeah, because before the kids, um, everybody knows me as being Bronx bully. That was my tag name. Like I'm aggressive. You have to be aggressive as a woman. In the music industry, especially a woman that's choosing to manage and, and run her own label, you have to be that way. That's why I, you know, have so many different talents because as a woman, I got tired of working with so many men because so many men try to get me a drawers every time they want to work with you. So yes. instead of asking people to mix my records or master my records or put, promote me, I started learning how to do the shit myself. So, just, you know, that, I can't even lie, kids can make you a little soft, you know, they bring out the lovey-dovey side of you. So, (laughs) I just always, I just always wanted to keep that edge. And I know as women, or, you know, um, it's it's a little harder for that reason right there that you just stated. Um, but, you know, the, I know there's, you know, women that are listening now. Um, when I started a, over a decade ago, um, things were not as um, complex. I mean, they were complex, but they, they weren't as complex as they are, you know, today. My mentor may have given me information um, this morning, and, you know, you need to, you know, learn all of this today, and and then tomorrow something may have changed, and you need to learn this, you know. Things are changing by the minute now, and it is so important that, you know, we not only be able to get into the studio and lay down a verse or be able to write, you know, our own music, but we need to know the, the business side of this industry as well. So um, you mentioned, you know, creating your own record label, um, and being able to learn how to produce yourself and, and, and engineer yourself. And, you know, how did you go about taking those steps, you know, for that young lady who may be listening now? Well, one of the things, herself, you know. One of the things I did, and I have to give props to the good men that exist, because there's a whole bunch of assholes sure. and cornballs out there. 
But there are a few good guys out there that know how to respect women, you know. And sure. I happen to be blessed with some good guys such as Dazel, who is the locks engineer. He was a good friend of mine coming up in the Bronx, and he kind of took me under his wing. Engineering studio, that's what he did. That's what his game was. So as a rapper, being you know, a young female, he just was like, I want to work with you because you're so focused and these knuckleheads out here that don't want to work. So I was in the studio with him a lot. And, I mean, when I tell you I was in the game young, I'm talking about, like, I used to have to get permission from my mom to go to the studios. Niggas had to be like, can she come and do some music tonight, Judy? That was my mom's name. Like, niggas really had to get permission from mom dudes to get me to work. So... I was a young chick, and I guess because I started out young, I got certain respect, like the little sister respect, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, as I was in the studio with all my big bros, like, they taught me to roll, and they made me tough. They said, you can't be soft out here. You're going to be fooled, you know what I mean? And we're going to teach you how to do shit the way the niggas do it. So people like him... My cousin Hard White, my cousin Snipe Life, who signed the D Block, my cousin DMX. I got a lot of family ties and a lot of OGs that really, really rock with me. So I I can't even shit on all men. I'm not a man hater, but it it is difficult as a woman. So they taught me the ropes of the game to do it as a woman, as a man should do it. You know what I mean? How they say think like a man. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's what they taught me. And I have a Heart and Heels movement that I created, and I don't know if you heard about it, but the Heart and Heels movement is about women like myself who work hard but love harder. You know, they hustle hard like to do. They want to make money. They want to be an entrepreneur, but they're still a mother, a nurturer. It's about being a modern-day oh, woman. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so let, let's back up. Let's talk about that. Um, I've seen the T-shirts, and I'm going to tell you, my, my, I'm a little, little off in the head. I saw the T-shirts, and I read about it on the website. But what threw me off is the fact that it said, you know, women who like to cook and clean, and, yep, I read the rest of it, but I was so focused on the fact that it was like cooking clean, and I don't do neither one. And so I was just thrown <laughs> off. I was just thrown off. Yep, I just kept. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. You know, yeah. So let's let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm talking about the movement, Harden Hills, and I know if you've seen this, you know, the T-shirt. You know, if you go on her website, scroll down to the bottom, you'll see Harden Hills, and then you'll see the hills at the bottom of the T-shirt. So go ahead and talk about that more. Like I said, I got thrown off by the. I'm like Cardi. You know, cook and clean. I don't do that. All right, go ahead. See, I'm it. sipping some wine, so I'm going to keep it all the way on it with you, right? <laughs> um, when I say cook and clean, I'm talking about being a woman. To me, a real woman, that's part of our nature. That's part of what we do. You don't have to like it, but that's part of what we do and what we're supposed to do. But the thing is, as times change... You cooking clean, but you rolling that blunt up while you fucking sweeping the kitchen at the same time. You feel me? <laughs> you sitting in the, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's that balance of that 
raw, rugged hood chick that like to be that Bonnie to the Clyde, but also that Claire to mix the hustle. You feel me? Yo, I'm single though. I'm single. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? I'm single. <laughs> and when when I was married, my ex husband, the mm. kitchen was his domain. He wanted the kitchen. Mm-hmm. He wanted to cook. He wanted to clean. All right? My kids, I so taught is he them hard how to him? cook. Taught no, them I'm how to clean. <laughs> what, what are you saying? <laughs> I said, is he hard in heels? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? His, his new wife got him now. She new wife got him now. She can deal with that now. But my kids, they were taught how to cook. They were taught how to clean. So that's what they do. They're of age now. They do all of that. They cook. They clean. So why well, I gotta do that? And like I said, I don't got no man. So mm-mm. nah. Come on, tell me something the thing else. Is, I got you. I'm, I'm not knocking what anyone does, but Hardy Hills is about women who are like myself. And me personally, I do have both sides to me where I'm going to hustle, I'm going to make money, I'm going to provide, I'm going to handle business. But then at the same time, I do have that side. Because this is the thing. The stereotype is most women who want to cook clean, keep a good house, and be that home take care of or whatever, what do they call it, the homemaker, They say that those kind of women can't be the hustlers or don't know how to be in the streets. You know what I'm saying? So that's what hard in heels is. It's hard in heels. Heels represents the femininity of the woman, of the woman, and at the same time being hard, which is like, I can hang with you niggas. I can ball with all you niggas, you know, but don't get it twisted. I'm a proud woman. I'm not trying to be nobody's boyfriend, basically, is what I'm saying. But, right. I got you now. I got you on all of that. I just, I ain't, I ain't cooking. I mean, I'm a clean. I'm a, I'm a clean. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. I'm a clean. I'm a clean. You know what I'm saying? Especially when I get frustrated. I'm a clean. But cooking? Sure. Nah. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah. Nah. So I get you. It's I not get fair, you. I got you on all that. No, 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 no. <laughs> and people be like, you know what? That's why you don't got no man now. No, that's not. It's not. It's really not. Now, I go through men like I go through relationships. All right. So, they what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a different show. That's a totally different show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come back on February 14th. We do that show annually. We have that show <laughs> every year, that relationship show. Two hours. We be here. Two hours for that show. So, yeah. Um. So I know that you've, you know, you've been on um, Shea 45. You've won, you know, numerous awards um, to include the best female rapper um, for Underground Music Awards. You've been on um, Apollo Amateur Night. What was that like? Frightening. That was the first thing I thought of when you said, what was that like? Like, I was scared shit. Like, (laughs) for me to be on Apollo, a show that I watch every Saturday, and to actually be on that line, on that on those stairs, waiting to be called next, like, I literally almost shit myself. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. My stomach was turning. I was scared as fuck. 
But when they <laughs> called my name, that all went away. I went out there like, I'm that bitch. I'm going to prove that shit to y'all, too. So when I went out there, I did my thing. It was frightening because I've seen people booing. Yeah. And I've seen people cheering. But the thing about being an entertainer, a rapper, singer, whatever you do, when you put yourself out there, you have to know everybody ain't going to like you. Right. But that's what makes us so great because we do what we do anyway. Like, you don't have to follow me on my Instagram. You don't have to watch my videos. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not doing it for people right. who don't like me. So I'm doing it for people who do like me, who do fuck me. When it comes to Apollo, though, you have to have balls because you're going in front of people who have the option to boo. Some people, and not even some, a lot of people just want to boo for the fun of it. But <laughs> I stepped off there as a two-time winner, as a female rapper. That never happens. Never happens. And wow, I think it just happened because I'm my family is very very deep, and I seen a lot of my cousins roughing up those niggas that was booing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you, like it was like shut the fuck up, nigga. Oh shit, I was deep in there, but I ended up winning and. Earning the New York respect because that's where I'm from, the Bronx. But I live in Atlanta now. So, so which do you prefer, studio work or performing live? Studio work or performing live? Well, they both go hand in hand. It ain't nothing I prefer over the other. Because most of the time, if I'm in the studio. What I'm doing in the studio, I'm going to perform. So it's not like um, one I prefer over the other. Hmm. But performing is definitely fulfilling because that's your chance to test your shit out, see if it really is hot. Because in the studio, of course, you or whoever you bring, you're gonna they're going to think it's hot. But when you go in front of a bunch of strangers, now it's your real chance to see if you really hot. And a lot of times, I'll be honest, people like my lyrics. They like that I'm strong. You know, I've had people who you wouldn't even think of stay for my shows just to see me rap. It's a lot of people that, I think just Strong women are underestimated. They're not talked about as much. We get overshined by the hoes. And I can't lie, an ass shaking does get attention, but they don't get respect. And right, a right. strong woman, definitely, I think a lot of people like real rappers, like myself. Like, I've gotten books for colleges, universities, and all types of places, Dominican Republic, Texas, Tennessee, New York. And I get love and I get booked as an indie artist. So one thing I want to let it be known is like people say things like, well, do you feel bad because you didn't blow? 
well, your success is what you define. Because right, right. to me, I did blow. Because if people are booking me to perform in and out of states that I'm not even from, that's success. And to me, that's the right. biggest success because I ain't stuck no dick for it. You feel me? Ooh. 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 Like, I ain't have to fuck no industry nigga to get where I got. Oh, there you go. So, to me, that is successful. I've been with the same nigga, my kid's father, my baby daddy husband, for the past umpteen years. <laughs> so, George? nobody can tell you I fuck for anything that I've ever got. You talking about George? Who? George. George. <laughs> Who the He's fuck talking. is George? Girl, keep talking. <laughs> if you, what George? You no, know, you gotta reveal who the fuck George you talking about. There's a lot of Georges out here. Girl, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Keep talking, but I feel you. That's that's something that I have to remind myself of every day. Something that we did at the beginning of the year was we made a. You know how you make. Somebody asked me today if I if I made New Year's resolutions, and I'm like, no. You know, I I do a vision board. Um, and we did a vision board for this show this year. The show has been in production for four years, um, and four seasons. Um, but this year was the first year that we did a vision board for the show. And I realized that during the, the pandemic, um, this nine months has been the opportunity for a lot of people to realize that they are very creative. And they've been able to display that through things like shows, podcasts, radio shows. And, um, you know, people are always like, you know, shows are popping up right and left. You feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is our fourth show. We've been doing podcasts for 10 years. Why should I feel some type of way? You know what I'm saying? I believe there's enough for everybody out there in this industry. Um, but if, if I'm walking in my purpose and I'm, I'm fulfilling the things that I'm passionate about and I'm doing it on a daily basis, then I am successful, as you stated. Um, if I am booking, we sit back. I rarely go out and ask someone, hey, you want to be on the show? I think I asked you. I saw something in you. I wanted you on the show. We rarely go out and ask people to be on the show. They have multiple means to book to be on Indie Fire. And so if we are still in our slots, then that's our success. Um, and so I don't ever want anyone to, and this, this goes for artists as well, during this, this downtime when you're not able to, um, you know, book venues, be on tours, We've given you ample opportunities to still have live concerts, um, to still make money. We've brought creative directors on the show that, you know, they have, they're doing live tours. You may not have the audience, but they can still watch you virtually, and you can still do your live concerts. So you have no excuse, you know, to, to not be booking concerts, quote, unquote. You know what I'm saying? Um, and as, mm-hmm. as Quinn just mentioned, you know what I'm saying? You, it is success is what what you yourself have envisioned. Define it. Yes. Because for example, I can tell you right now, 
if you think doing what everyone tells you to do to make it as big as Nicki Minaj or Megan Thee Stallion and getting money that way, if you feel that you're successful by doing that, then you're granted that success. To me, I'll give you your props. That's what you chose to do. Right. But you cannot knock the women that didn't choose that way that only sell 20000 as they're unsuccessful. That don't make me unsuccessful, nigga. I ain't no. begging nobody no. for money. No. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you just can't forget the Rhapsodies. You can't forget the Quintessences. You can't forget the people like that, the 3D Nietzsche, them chicks, us chicks. Like, we still are, still have a fan base. Yeah. Yes. Everybody don't want to do what the mainstream tell them. And trust me, I have plenty of opportunities. How if I wanted that, you know, as as a female, as a female, and I know you 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 said it numerous times, but um, everybody is so invested in in following the trend and not um having their own identity um, sounding exactly like every other female artist, um, not being able to set themselves apart, um, you know, not having their own lane. Um, how important to you for your art, your, your listening audience to, to be able to say that, you know, no, Quinn is set apart. She don't sound like nobody else. Her style is different from everybody else. You know, how important is that for you? Very, because that's what makes me me. Quintessence is the name that I started out with. And quintessence means the strive for perfection. So and I thought that was your real name. No. You got my real name on Facebook. <laughs> So, oh damn! Yeah, the strive, the strive for perfection <laughs> is something we do every day. You know, everyone tries to be the best in whatever it is they're trying to accomplish. And I changed it to Brown Skin Quinn because I wanted to invent myself, and okay. I also wanted a more simple name to say to spell. I've been called all types of shit, quintessence, quintessential, quintessences, <laughs> like all types of fuck ups. Like I was like, I'm tired of this shit. People can't pronounce. So I just changed it to brown skin queen. Also to just um, show pride in being a brown skin sister too. Brown skin sister, yeah. Everyone want to be light I- skin. Light skin don't mean you pretty. <laughs> so I just want to be the chick who promotes and is proud of being brown. Chocolate is good. You need chocolate in your life. Chocolate is good for the heart. I want to get into your next track, um, Drip. And like I said, this is the only one that I've, I've listened to. I've seen the video. I've, this is the this is what drew me in um, to Brown Square. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, the ATL girl. flag, the whole ATL, indie, that whole ATL 
energy rubbed off on me on that joint. Just letting you know. Because I'm from New York, so that swag, that whole vibe right there, that's, that comes from being around all these country motherfuckers. Well, I was just Where are you from, if you don't mind me asking? Queens. In New York? Okay. Yes. So you understand. But I'm a little close to you now. Oh, you moved too? Mm-hmm. We can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I definitely want to jump into this drip right here. You want to talk about it just a little bit, the creative process behind it or the video? Well, drip is just pretty much when the Bronx bits meets ATL. That's just where I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I, this is a quick freestyle. Right here on Indie Fire with Nakia, an award-winning rapper, songwriter, producer. Yo, she do it all. Brown Skin Quinn with Drip. Bronx. Yeah. yeah. Bronx bullets. Q. be good, it's hard to be positive, the truth I tell you, uh-huh. the devil is near, I see it clear, I'ma sit back get a good view, all in my thoughts, all in my brain, I feel like going insane, yeah. I don't trust nobody, I don't like nobody, I don't think that I'ma change, I'm a devoted ghetto goddess, looking to profit, I put you in pocket, yeah, yeah I got it, I'ma keep it right on me, cop back while I'm sleeping, Bang. look in my eyes, what do they tell you, fuck what the industry sell you, uh. Bronx bitch going bad, you see the cracks, that's where I fell through, falling on a budget, still got groupies that want me to touch it, look in the mirror, I love it, bullets is flying, I duck it, lay down the beat and I fuck it, step on the court, I get buckets, cut off the energy suckers, turn up the heat on you fuckers, turn up the heat on you fuckers, turn up the heat on you fuckers, am I too street for you fuckers, ghetto and like in a ruckus, bringing a smoke and I love it, none of my cousin, he nice with some hands, who'll stomp your ass out on some chuckers, all of you tough guys look like lovers, in your car, y'all all some bluffers, blow his mind when under them covers, got two rich niggas look like brothers, turn up the heat on you fuckers, turn up the heat on you fuckers. Turn up the heat on your 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 fuckers. Boss bitch. Hey yo, what's good? It's your boy Jerusalem from the Scarfella Music Group, and you on the air with the hottest station. Andy Fire, Andy Fire, with your hope, Lil Timmy and the Kia, right here, right on the here, right here, right here, all the hottest right hip hop right hits, Andy Fire, and let's, let's, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Oh, he's just tuning in, you live on Andy Fire with Nakia and Brown Skin Quinn. That was drip. That was too short. Like I needed some more of that. Like. Y'all be teasing me. I be feeling it and then it go off. I'll be mad. Y'all be mad? I'll be mad. But I like that. I like drip. Thank you. That was in the Bronx Bitch meets ATL. That gave me a little bit of that dirty south flow. Yeah. I felt that. You could you could tell the switch up. Um, from back in the day 
to drift, you could, yeah, you could definitely hear that switch up. Back in the day, still my favorite. I'm scared to listen to Rough Chick, though. I'm scared of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, scared of that. I made oh, that joint. Rough Chick is, is um a, a redo, a remake of a song that people always told me I sounded like MC Light. Oh. And MC Light is way before my time. You know, I grew up more on Eve, Lil' Kim, Nikki. Those were the artists that were out in the mainstream when I was coming up. But people when I, that just were fans of hip-hop would be like, you ever heard MC Light? I'm like, no. They're like, you sound just like her. I'm so say, I wait a minute, hold up. Hold up. What does she mean? Now she got me feeling like I'm old, but then again, you just said your kids mm-hmm. are eight. I'm like, all right, so yeah, so I'm older than you, so yeah. Because I listen to MC Light. He's my time. Like, we're the same age. So, all right. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay. So, I basically listen to some of her music just to see, and I'm like, oh, shit, she really does sound like me. <laughs> so, um, it was her birthday when I made that song over. Just as a hip-hop fan and um, a, a person who respects people who came before me, I just mm-hmm. like the song, Rough Neck, and I just did it over. Okay. Okay. I'm anticipating Rough Chick now. All right. All right. So before <laughs> we jump into that, though, I want to talk about your um, Beautiful Face t-shirt line. Um, okay. Guys, if you get an opportunity, head over to the website. Um, the website is brownskinquinn.com. Um, on the website, you'll yes. get to see uh, videos. You'll be able to see her bio, um, uh, pictures. Um, but also, you'll be able to order T-shirts um, from the Beautiful Face T-shirt line as well. So when you decided to create the um, T-shirt line, um, what was the purpose behind doing so? Well, Beautiful Face. The title of my clothing line came from my real name. My real name is Jamila Iman. Jamila Iman is Arabic. My mother was a Muslim, so Jamila Iman means beautiful face. So that's basically where my clothing line came from, my actual name. Yeah. And uh, basically I just wanted to... I didn't want it to be images. I wanted it to be quotes and sayings, things that would spark your brain to think. So that's where that came from. And um, people just, honestly, like the, the quotes that I have on the shirts came from um, lines in the songs that I've written. That's where I get all my quotes from. Ah. Like one of the, one of the uh, sayings is, the strong gets knocked down too, but the weak stays down. Things like that. That's basically uh, how I think, you know, like it's pass, passing off knowledge, passing off positivity, trying to show people, even if they don't ask me, that everyone gets hurt, everyone falls, everyone wants to quit at some point, but what makes you strong is the fact that you keep trying, not the fact that you never fail. It's interesting that you, you said that. It's interesting that you said that particular line or that particular quote, um, because 
I found myself looking at that one like, what in the hell? Um, I'm sorry, I'm I'm very just transparent. I I was like, I get it, but it's something that I ain't never seen before. But if it came from a line in a song that you wrote, duh, then I would not have seen it before. Granted, it makes all types of sense. You get it. But it's somebody's lyric. And it's written how somebody said it. Um, And I sat there for the longest time, like, trying to make this thing make sense to me. I'm sorry. I'm a very analytical thinker. I'm also a mm-hmm. um, I, I, I proofread. And so I'm trying to rearrange this quote to make it make sense <laughs> to me. And now that you said it, now it makes all types of sense. I'm, I'm, y'all, my, my listening audience, they know me. They know how I am. Um, but now it makes all types of sense to me. Um, because when, when you listen to song lyrics and they hit you in a different type of way, you perceive them um, as the artist wrote it. And it affects your life in a, in a totally different way. Um, and so I just grasped that in a different way. Wow. Um, so you not So what did you get from it? And who is? Because I'm about to be deep with y'all. As a person who is always strong for themselves and strong for other people, I'm constantly always down. Now, a lot of y'all don't see this because social media allows you to see what people want you to see. But as mm-hmm. a person, I'm going to give you a transparent moment here today. Um, I am always down, always down, all right? And I'm going through a very down moment right now, even as a strong person. Um, and so I kind of disagree with the statement. Strong people do stay down. We will eventually fight our way up out of whatever it is that has us down, that has us bound Um, But strong people do stay down. And I believe that God keeps us down for a reason um, because sometimes we need to stay down to to serve as an example, um, to serve as a testament for others who are going through the same things that we're going through. So that's kind of what I I took for it. I kind of flipped it. because strong people also have to be weak. We have to um, serve as as just as an example. That's like for, saying fat for, people got to be skinny. Or skinny people got to be fat. That make no sense. Like, I know what you're trying to say, but if you're strong, you're not going to stay down you're gonna get up that's the whole purpose of the the saying and the quote that I put on that shirt because strong people do have times when they get knocked down strong people do have times when they don't feel as confident but the thing is strong people don't walk around 24 7 feeling like a piece of shit they eventually figure (laughs) it out and eventually eventually yeah they figure it out. Yeah, like strong is the saying like I'm huh? There's always a comma. There's always a but. There's always 
the thing is this. It's like a strong person, just to give an example, if you go on an interview and you fail, you don't get the job, that strong person will apply to another job that it might be better for them. A weak person will now take that fact that they didn't get the job and feel like, well, I'm just not a person who needs who deserves a job. I'm just not fit for it. You know, so strength is just a person that keeps going. Strength is a person that strength is is a characteristic of a person that just never gives up. That's what I a mean by person. weak stays down. A strong person may also have that same thought. Have the difference thought. between you might have a thought of jumping off a building, but you don't do it. Hmm. Thoughts That's are just the difference thoughts. The actions is what make you who you are. All right. Yeah. Let's jump into this next track. I don't think this is a conversation that we're ready to have with one another. <laughs> this is Rough Chick. If you missed the breakdown of Rough Chick, um, rewind. She's paying homage to Rough Neck by MC Lex. Rough Chick. Down yeah. yeah. New era-ish. I'm a rough chick and I like rough dick If I let him inside, he gon' come quick You cannot touch this, cause I got a full clip on my waist Bad girl, pretty face Black girl, plus I got black girl problems I done ran the streets from Bronx down to Harlem Who want beef? I can knock out your teeth I got a whole lot of thug niggas rolling with me Ask about me, even my haters do not doubt me I like to get high as a kite, my brain cloudy All these ladies hate me cause they man my fan They know that they wanna do more than shake my head I put it down, 46 inch on their hips you can't resist, you gon' put your lips on this clip, you going down. I'ma take a shot for my dead homie. But stop running your mouth because you don't know me. I think I'm better and better than everybody. Fuck your opinion, I'm a mom and I'm still sinning. I'm winning, like LeBron James in the game. I'm rapping family and money, plus I'm getting a fame. Terry Mora, I'm going to send that to you 
And I don't know if you can can do me some favors or what, but um, slide that to your cousin. Slide that to your cousin and let her hear that. All right? Okay, Terry? You owe me a favor. (laughs) All right? Slide that to your cousin and let her hear that. All right? I got family in in where you live at now, so I'll see you soon. Girl, I'm trying to get the hell up out of here. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey. All right, so guys, head over to the website. Oh, uh-uh, that's not my job. I'm sorry. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, God. All right. Uh, Brown Skin Quinn. Let the listening audience know how they can purchase T-shirts um, if they're interested in dropping you um, any beats, um, if they're interested in jumping on any tracks with you, if they're trying to get you books for any shows. I know the pandemic has been limited, you know, um, traveling and everything, but um, where there's a will, there's a way. Because I, I see Asia, I see you about to roll up in Atlanta uh, in two weeks. So um, there's a will, there's a way. So um, for those who may be interested in reaching out to Quinn, getting her in your city, um, purchasing her music, dropping her some beats, purchasing these T-shirts, drop all your contact information out to those listening now or those who may come back and listen to one of the many, many playback shows the floor is now yours to get all of that contact information out. So, my website is brownskinquin, Q-U-I-N dot com. Um, you can get my email off there. You can see my t-shirts that I've created, and we also do custom t-shirts, so if you had anything you wanted on the shirt, I could put whatever it is that you wanted on the shirt. You said you wanted the strong stays down, right? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you here. But whatever you want on a T-shirt, you can get on a T-shirt, and we got you. Um, you cannot beat our prices, trust me. You can see my videos on my website. Also, if you want a direct link to me, you can hit me on Instagram. My Instagram is brown underscore skin underscore quinn. So follow me on Instagram. I do follow back. I always talk back to everybody. I always network. If you need any, if you want to send me some beats, the email is brownskinquinn number seven at gmail dot com. GS, GS love, GS run it, gangsta stone all day every day. And um, that's what it is. Thank you for having me, Nikki. I really appreciate the love. And I really do appreciate you, you having me on the show. So I really do. Very welcome. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. You could have been anywhere this evening, but thank you for sharing so freely of yourself, so freely of your time to talk about what it is that you do, why you're so passionate about the things that you do. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Guys, make sure that you're back here at 7 o'clock Monday morning. Um for Monday Morning Motivation with Caso Moore on My Struggle Is My Strength. And then on, I'm not sure who's here on Tuesday yet, but on Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, Certified Sommelier, <laughs> DJ, and Creative Designer, 
uh, Ray Shows uh, will be here from the Royal Vine. I promise I'm not going to get too tipsy up in here, but we're going to be talking about wine. So I am super excited to have my boy Ray up in here on next Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You do not want to miss it. Until then, you guys be safe in these coronavirus streets. Y'all uh, stay focused, be patient as we wait for the announcement of uh, our next president of the United States. All right? You guys have a good night. Until then. All right?